Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back, VP listeners and family. Um, it is Wednesday, November 9. I'm Kim Howard, joined with Jill Lehman again. Welcome back. Third day, we're going strong. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to go a little shorter today. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be our mission. Sorry, yes. everybody, for going really long yesterday. Testimony Tuesdays always get me. So sorry about that. Uh, so Wednesday, we like to ask our guest, um, how are they involved at Victory Point or how are they involved in the community? Um, as I would call it, like, what are your acts of service? You know, like, how do you serve the church or the community, the people of God? Well, I um, I volunteer in the kids' zone in the preschool room. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do um, the fourth and fifth Sunday. So <laughs> good thing there's only a couple fifths. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Two back to back. Wow. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> that was this month. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just, I just kind of have a lot of time, and I, I just try to help people when they, you know, like need help with something. I, I, I try to say yes if if I can, and um, yeah. Other than that, just um, yeah, just kind of. I recently had a neighbor pass, an old neighbor pass away, and. Uh, and I wasn't quite sure, like, if if he was saved. He had cancer. He was in hospice. And I just felt like the Lord just kept nudging me on a specific day that I needed to go, which, you know, they live in Kalamazoo, which is over an hour away. And <laughs> I thought, yeah. I don't want to go. All day long, the nudging just got stronger and stronger. And, um, yeah, I, I just said, all right, fine. It was like 5 o'clock fine I'll go put my shoes on and and um yeah and I I just had to know if he was saved and because you know when I lived next door I kept you know going after them you know trying to get them to see you know that Jesus is real and and heaven and hell are real and um but then they had moved away like 10 years ago and then I moved and um yeah so I just headed down to the the hospice home there in Kalamazoo and showed up and yeah I was pleasantly surprised that they had joined church about six years ago and gave their life to Jesus but through that I've made connections with you know his his daughter and so I'm actively like praying for her um yeah she's going through a rough patch and <laughs> I I she you know says says she's a Christian or she believes but her words and actions don't quite show it, so I'm just subtly, you know, praying for her and reaching out and just trying to, I don't know, whatever the Holy Spirit wants done, I guess. Right. That's, Planting seeds or yeah. being available or... Yeah, so I'm just, yeah. I try to listen for the nudging or the prompting of the Holy Spirit to act, and, and then I try to follow through even when I don't want to. <laughs> right. Because that day I didn't want to, but I did anyways. So we'll see right. what happens. <laughs> when how reassuring to hear, I guess, that, um, you know, they had 
accepted Jesus. And, yeah. you know, so you have um, that assurance, right? Mm-hmm. That you're going to see them in heaven again, yeah. you know, one day on the other side, we're going to see them. And um, that's reassuring um, yeah. for sure. So I'm sure God wanted you to, to see that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so your, your volunteer and serving is different, obviously, because your health needs are different. Yeah. Um, you used to be very involved in kid zone, like all the time, mm-hmm. just like me. Yeah. Um, that's Almost how we connect every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, it kind of sucks you in and then you stay. We had the two services. So sometimes you were there four hours. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you had mentioned too, that you did kids hope. Um, so that was another way, but again, like your health needs kind of change some of that, but yeah. it doesn't mean you're not serving. Um, the church or the community in different ways. You know, you you have a greater ability probably to just at the spur of a moment help somebody out in mm-hmm. need or or provide a meal or whatever that is, whatever that looks like. Um, so don't discount your serving, even though it's not necessarily a regimented and regular um, thing. So just want to encourage you on that because yeah, you are serving. Um, the greater church, the 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 big church, as I like to call it, which are the people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for that. All right, so let's jump into our scripture. So if you've all been paying attention, you should have been reading all of Matthew twenty eight, Acts one, and Acts two, prior to listening to this. You can go back and read it after this if you want to. If you didn't have a chance to read it all, but it's a lot. Um, and so we felt like the best way maybe to do this justice was to choose a section um, instead of doing like we did the other days, kind of reading through the scripture through our answers. So um, just so you all know, Matthew 28 is, again, the story of the resurrection, basically, slightly different. Um, it ends with the Great Commission, which Jill had referred to um Jesus' words, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. He words it a little differently in uh, the Great Commission, which is Matthew twenty-eight sixteen through oh, 20, it looks like. Um, and again, we're not going to read all of that, but you all should. And um, then we jump to Acts 1, um, which is the story of Jesus being taken up into heaven. Um, another, apparently, Judas is replaced with another disciple so that there are still 12, um, which I never caught before. I found that interesting. Don't think I ever caught that before, that there were still had to be 12 after yeah. Judas was <laughs> no longer part of the 12. Um, and then we jump to Acts 2, and it talks about the Holy Spirit coming at Pentecost, um, and then Peter addressing the crowd of people, apparently, all the Israelites, I guess, that they were around. Um, and we're going to pick up towards the end of that. Um, of Peter's address to the crowd in Acts 2, verse 36 through 47. And I asked Jill if she'd be willing to read that, (laughs) and she said she would, because there aren't any really big words that are tricky or names. Yeah, those cities and, you know, things like that. Yeah. (laughs) So um, please uh, join us in reading uh, Acts 2, verse 36 through 47. So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, to be both Lord and Messiah. Peter's words pierced their hearts, and they said to him and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? 
Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you and your children, and even to the Gentiles, all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging his listeners, Save yourself from this crooked generation. Those who believed what Peter was saying were baptized and were added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. All of the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all. And the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold all the property and possessions and shared money with those in needs. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Thank you very much. Um, I love that version that you were reading. The Bible that I have in front of me, I think, is the NIV, and it's not quite as, I don't know, profound. Yes, um, I, so I like this version. <laughs> I do too. Um, I refer to it a lot. Um, People know I like the New Living Translation, so uh, thank you for reading that for us. Um, as you were in study over that part of Scripture, what did you find that this part of pa the passage says about God? Um, let's see. That Jesus made, or that God made Jesus to be both the Lord and Messiah, and that He was crucified for our sins. Um, in verse seven, I, I just and and then you know Peter Peter's words said it said that they pierced their hearts like that should just break us like our hearts to think you know that our sins small as little or big like put him on that cross like that should just break break our hearts like. Like, we should just feel such remorse and repent. And, yeah, yeah, we just need to, we just need to do that. <laughs> like, let yeah. it, let it. Let it sink in. Let it sink in. Let it, let it make you cry. Like, what we did put him there on that cross. Like, I mean, that just, yeah, it should pierce our hearts. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved those. Um, I loved those words, too, when I was reading it. And got the same thing in verse 36, it says, God made Jesus to be both Lord and Messiah. And Messiah. And I like that he chose two words. You know, it's not that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yeah. Over us. Or over us. just Messiah. But Messiah. He is both. And they're two distinct words and meanings. Lord being Lord of my life, he is in control. Yeah. He was created to be that. And he was created to be the Messiah, the Savior of my soul. Mm -hmm. So I think in combination, those two things, that is what Jesus was created to be. And it just kind of struck me in, in the same way, right? Like when you start to realize what 
the purpose of Jesus' life and death and resurrection was, is. Um, yeah, how do you not let that pierce your heart? Yeah. You know, I, I think that there's so much power in that yeah. that I don't I don't know how you can truly wrestle with that and not be pierced. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think without, you know, allowing to feel that brokenness that, you know, I'm guilty. Like, I, I'm guilty. I, I put him on the cross. Like, without coming to that point where, you know, the realization hits that, even the little sins, like little things you think are no big deal. Like God is holy and just and, and yeah, it, it required Jesus to, to die for us. Like, you know, just, but in order to have full repentance, I think you need to just focus on, I mean, how, what Jesus went through on that cross for us, like how much he loved us to do that. Yeah, that's my like love hate um, around Easter time is the passion. Yeah, love, 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 but hate, hate, hate it. Yeah. Like I can't I, watch it without crying every time. <laughs> I can't either, Mm-mm. and I can't like I I honestly can't sometimes even watch the scenes. No, because it it it's like Peter's words. It pierces my heart. Yeah, like when I put myself there in like a real form. You know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's overwhelming sometimes, I think. And I think that um, we should be in that state more often than we are, yeah. you know, acknowledging, um, yeah, that it's our sins, mine, yours, collective universe that put them there. Mm-hmm. And the only way to make that right or is to fall at his feet. In repentance, you know, how do we not? Um, And I think you see that in this this group of people, right? Like they heard Peter's words and it pierced their hearts. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Right? The Holy Spirit is the one that pierces our hearts, um, makes us aware of things that we need to fall at at his feet on our faces in repentance. Yeah. but those who received those words and accepted them, yeah. right? They repented. Repented. They repented and they were baptized. Yeah. I wrote down the um, <clears throat> meaning of repentance in the Hebrew, and it says to regret, repent, feel remorse, and change one's mind. That's true repentance. Yeah, to change one's mind. Yeah. A lot of times, right? We think our sin is okay or we justify it or we, you know, oh, it's not a big deal. everybody does it, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody else is doing it, so it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. Um, I mean, obviously, God's not going to condemn us all. Mm, well, actually, <laughs> he kind of does, but... Um, Your judgment days. Yeah, you know, I mean, in, in that, I think that's why we, we kind of lightly look at our sins as if it's like not a big deal because everybody does and god is um, big and fluffy and loving and yeah he, he's not gonna send anyone to hell <laughs> right like but his word says he does he's just and that's true he's holy. just he's holy he can't be in the presence of darkness no. and so we need to make sure that we are um letting the blood of jesus christ wash over us yes 
you know, and presenting us wholly to him. Um, as only Jesus can, because we can't do enough no. or be enough, nope. you know, to do that for ourselves. So, um, and, what and, I loved, and repenting without, you know, having the Savior's blood means nothing. Right. You have to accept Jesus. You have to. You have to accept him as your Savior and know why he was on that cross. It was for you. Right. Yeah, because it was in their repentance, you know, the repentance, the forgiveness um, of their sins that it says, then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. So it's not until you do those things that you get the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit changes things. Yes. Right? Like God changes our hearts and brings us to the point of repentance. Jesus washes over us with his blood um, by the, his sacrifice. Paid but the then, fine. Yeah. Paid but then the we get the Holy Spirit, right, who helps us live yeah. in holy communion with God uh, because our hearts are changed. As, as you know, we, we are sinners and, and, and will convict us. Yeah. Remind us, keep having us, you know, come to the cross and repent and and to keep the faith in Jesus going. You know, the Holy right. Spirit just helps us to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it is the power of the Holy Spirit that um, allowed the first church, you know, the Acts Church, to carry out its mission and do what they did. And we can see how that worked out, right? Um, in verse 42, they devoted themselves to the teaching the fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayer. Yeah. You know, that's what they did. They devoted themselves to those things. It was like nothing else mattered. No. That's what devotion is. Nothing yeah. else matters. I'm devoted to this. Um, and then in 44, it says, all believers were together and had everything in common. Yeah. I wrote in my notes, when did that stop? I know. I don't Sad. historically. I'd love to go back. I should do dig into it and and find out where where did we lose the passion of the first church? Yeah, where to you're all in, in completely, union, right? Yeah. yeah, you're all in completely. You're all in it together. Um, you love each other so deeply that you want nothing but the best for them in whatever way that is. Right? Whether it's I have financial means, but you have uh, maybe the gift of cooking or baking. Mm -hmm. Well, if we have everything in common and share that, your gifts and my gifts together could make an amazing gift. Yes. Right? And that's how it worked together. They loved each other so deeply uh, because they knew, right? They shared Jesus Christ. And they wanted everybody to be on the same like playing field. Like, yeah, if a woman can bake bread, and somebody else has the money to buy the flour and the oil, then yeah, together, you know, she it can use her skill community. and they can use their blessing and work together to feed the whole. Yeah, it yeah. was true community. Um, yeah. I'd love to figure out how we get back to that. Um, yeah. I'm a little bit of an old soul in that way, I find. Mm -hmm. Not everybody my age is that way, but I have like an old soul. I would love to go back to some of those olden days, oh, like the Little too. House on the Prairie oh, days. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I wore it out the whole box series, reading them to my kids. <laughs> oh, yes, we <laughs> See, should. We, have we, could, we could create our own community. Yes. That might be a little weird, but. I don't know if I want to wear the dresses, but. No, I don't either. We, we could cook on the fire. For sure. <laughs> yes. Um, but I just wonder, like, when did it stop? When did when did that stop becoming a practice of the church? Um, because it's not necessarily one today. We're trying to reestablish that, and I love it. Mm -hmm. um, but I really love 
that knowing that it's in the Holy Bible, the Word of God. This is how we're supposed to be. It's possible. It is. I like we can't just say, "Oh, well, that was then. This is now." But if the Holy Spirit works and God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, it's possible today. Yeah. So um, that to me is my challenge for the day, I guess. I have to say, though, being a part of the Victory Point community has, you know, is it's it's kind of there. Like, I mean, it's not perfect. No church is, but you know, um, like four years ago when my husband left, like they just showed up on my doorstep with a check. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I didn't know. I don't know where that came from. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I know the help is still here today for my medical needs or whatever. If I lose my pride and ask when I need it. But, you know, praise Jesus so far, I'm carrying on and, and he's blessing me and providing. So, but to know, you know, that it's here, that, that the community is here. This, I, I have to say, this, this, this has been a very good community. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a proud member. <laughs> like, yeah, I, and I would help anyone. I could if, if, if asked, if, if I knew the need, you know. Yeah, I, I feel I like our church has it. We do have more um, so than than some others I've yeah. I've been to. <laughs> yeah, no, I fully agree with you that um, the Victory Point community is is quite amazing. Mm-hmm. It it resembles that first church, um, and I would argue maybe some of the reason why it doesn't is like you hinted at it, right? If I'd let my pride down mm-hmm. and I'd ask yeah. for it. Um, we can't help those that we don't know are hurting or needing. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, we have to let go of our pride sometimes. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge that we need the help or we we have a need. Yeah. Um, but I do think that the heart of this church, the people in this church are definitely mm-hmm. first church, acts church yes. believers. Yes. Um, they want to have everything in common with one and, another. And I've, you know, had some medical bills paid off anonymously. I, I don't know. All I can say is thank you, but this proves that this church is is that community, that first, that first um, church. Because you know, I I so I, I do have to say that that love is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I lo- I love that, um, and thank you for sharing that. Because I don't know that everybody necessarily knows no um, what this church does behind it, the scenes, it, right? It, they don't. It does they a don't, lot. They don't say it. It's there for prayer. It's yeah. it's. It's gotten me through some really rough, rough things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Um, yeah. The heart of the people here is, mm-hmm. is good, and they want this, and I think it's possible. It is. You know, and I think we can all be vessels of that yes. in whatever way God lays it on our hearts to do so. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up today because, again, a little bit long, <laughs> but I think um, – the one thing that caught my attention or how I will obey is just, I think that sense of, I want this radically different lifestyle that the first church have had. Um, I want it to be obvious in how we live our lives, that Jesus Christ is the one and only um, author and perfecter of our faith and that he is just worth dying for, dying to ourselves for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, I think that kind of radical lifestyle is what will draw people to us. Yeah. And maybe we don't have to quite go out, 
because they will be coming to us because they will see how different we are. Yeah. Uh, Got to be bold and courageous to share it. But um, <laughs> I'm working on that one. I, I, feel, we'll get there. I feel a stirring of some sort. I just have no clue what it looks like yet. Yeah, <laughs> we are going to just pray over that one that he will uh, make it clear. Mm -hmm. So um, I hope you all have a great Wednesday. Please come back and join us on Thursday. Have a great day. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.